What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fundamentally Sound Podcast, episode number 14. I'm your host, Austin Serrata, co-host, Nicholas White. You. And we have a very special guest, somebody who we've been wanting on for a long time. And we were waiting to kind of bring his, his other half, young Mike. Y'all may have seen him on Fundamental Fridays, but we were waiting to get both of them on here, but we got him, and he's just as good as both. So, Ron Moore, our boy, the man, the myth, the legend, the only person I've ever seen get three technicals in a basketball game. Three. That's pretty impressive. I don't know if anybody knows, but Ron, you want to give yourself an introduction? Hey, how y'all doing, man? I've been knowing Nick Allison for a few years, man. Through the game of basketball, we all became close. And ever since, it's just been a bond in a family. You you got that right. It's 100% been a bond in a family. And uh, we met, like we said, we met Ron back in Corpus. Uh, we, Me and Nick had the club team going on. Ron obviously had the talent to be on the club team. He was on the club team. And we, we had a, a few great years together ups, downs, and one hell of a ride, if I do say so myself. But we got a pretty sure. pretty standard episode for y'all. So a little preview, Unpopular Opinions Part 2. Ron is probably one of the most outspoken, controversial person, people that I know. You know, one of them. In a good way. <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. Let me restate that. In a good way. And uh, so we got some great Unpopular Opinions for y'all, Part 2. But other than that, tons of news about basketball out right now, so it's mainly going to be a basketball episode. Uh, we got start bench cut news and unpopular opinions. Now, I didn't put the start bench cut in there for a reason. It's going to be sixth-man edition. Y'all may have seen it. Dennis Schroeder, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Lou Williams. Uh Man, that's tough. I didn't put it in the outline for that reason because, it, honestly, they're all three great. In my opinion, great six men. But I want, I want to see what y'all are gauging it to be. So, Ron, you want to start us off? You're the, you're the host or you're the guest? Uh, okay, I will. You said, you said six men, right? You said Lou Will, Dennis Stroder, and Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie, yes. Start bench cut. Who you got? Lou Will starting for sure because he's been a six man for numerous years and the proof is just in the pudding. <laughs> so, okay. You know, and, and I'm going to have to go. I like me personally, I haven't seen much of Spencer deal with besides the little stuff on him doing on side of like Kyrie Irving and this, that and other. So I'm going to have to go Dennis Stroder because I've seen his game a little bit more. No disrespect to Spencer deal with I've just never seen his game like that before. Okay. So you're starting Lou. You're benching Dennis, yeah, and you're, yeah, you're and, cutting, and you're cutting Spencer. All right, all right, okay. And I can understand yeah. that. I can understand that. Okay, Nick. I can't. I can't, and I will refuse to understand <laughs> that. <laughs> we, we we have our first uh, disagreement, and we're not even ten minutes in. I am cutting. <laughs> I am cutting Lewis Williams. I, oh. I am cutting. Lewis Williams or whatever. <laughs> Lou wow. Lewis. I'm I'm cutting him. He does not play defense. The only reason why he wins those awards is because he's the only person eligible for those awards. 
That's the what only do you reason mean? why he wins six matches. Time out. What do you mean, think though? Of the last, think of the last Think of the last time. The last time he's actually, like, earned six-man award. Earned the six-man award was when he was in the same race as Jamal Crawford and Manu Ginobili. That's the only time I say he actually earned that award. Any other time, you can't even name me another particip- another recipient or nominee for the six-man award. Who was it last year? Montrezl. Eric Gordon. Same team. Mont- okay, I'll give, give you the Montrezl one. I'll give you the Montrezl one. Lou Williams doesn't play defense. So I'm sorry, out of the two, out of the three, I'm going to have to cut him immediately. You have to be a two-way player if you're going to be on my team. I'm benching Dennis Schroeder because I just feel like wow. he's a little undersized as a point guard, just a little undersized. But, I mean, he's tearing like it up, Ron though. Said, the proof is in the pudding. He is. He is. And he's a, he's a leading vote, not vote getter, but I, I think he's a leading runner for six-man this year just because of the way he's playing with that Thunder team. So um, I'm benching him, and I'm starting Dinwiddie just because I've seen him. I've seen his game. And the way he stepped in for Kyrie Irving, and remember, he stepped in with D'Lo last year too. He can hoop. He's a serious hooper. He is a serious hooper. And I think that he, he could be a starting point guard wherever he goes. I was about to say the same thing. He has contention. I'm going to mix and match. Uh, I'm glad that for the first time, probably ever, you know, we have three different ones. I'm without a doubt. Y'all are drunk. I'm without a doubt starting Dennis Schroeder. This man is hooping right now. He is killing the game. He is, like you said, the front runner right now. And if he would have been a six man his entire career, it's over. He would have taken those, those you know, awards from Lou Will. Uh, I, I, not all of them, obviously. I just, you know, maybe one here and there. Um, maybe one in general. But anyway, no, I'm definitely saying Dennis Schroeder because he literally can he can start anywhere that he goes, anywhere, and it's a given. It's a given fact that he can start anywhere that he goes. Now, I'm going to bench Lou Will because Lou Will is probably one of our – even though he can't play defense, Nick, I understand. I understand. He can't play defense, but at the same time, he is such a – factor on offense like there's times where you probably would if he gets hot you probably have your best defender on Lou Will and he probably would steal towards them like that man is just he's instant offense he is crazy good on the offensive side of the basketball and I think it kind of translates you know I think it gives him a little bit of leeway on the defensive side because he's not going to be guarding the best player he's going to be guarding the scrub of the guards I'm just saying but Spencer Dinwiddie, to me, is a whole bunch of good but not great. Like, the other two have something that are great that's great about them, but Spencer Dinwiddie has a whole lot of good about him. You know what I mean? He can rebound the ball well. He can pass the ball well. He can shoot the ball well, but he can't rebound great. He can't pass the ball at a spectacular level, and he's uh, kind of like a score-first-minded point guard, but he has an average shot. Like, if you look at his shot chart, it's pretty average all the way around. I'm just saying, that's just me. Spencer Dinwiddie's a great six-man, though. Let's, let's, not, let's not get it twisted, though. Spencer Dinwiddie is a great six-man. But, you know, I like, I like this. I liked it already, already, you know. But, uh, anyway, all right, moving forward, we're going to go into news uh, right off the jump. Scotty Pippen. This man is furious, livid. And, I mean, he's just overall just angry at Michael Jordan now because he was portrayed uh, in a different way than, than he wanted to in a way. You know what I mean? What are y'all's thoughts no, and opinions sure. on this? Is it justified or is it not justified? In my opinion, it, it's justified because I said from the jump, like episode six or seven, 
Yeah, this is th- th- that documentary made Scotty look terrible. I mean, he was flaking on the team. Guy. Yeah, for sure, flaking on the team uh, as far as when he wasn't getting paid or not when he when he got injured. He took like the whole instead of waiting out the whole summer, he took like the whole first half of the the season to sit out. Uh, then the whole contract thing, guy was getting paid like five hundred thousand dollars to basically play uh, on a sorry ass contract. Like, terrible. It's and his then fault on though. Top of that's that, that's his fault. That's completely it is, his it fault. Is. It, it is. is. And then the third thing was that he like sat out in that last final play when Kukoc hit that game winner, and that made that was just like the the the. the the dagger right there. That's when I was like, whoa, this guy, Scotty, really doesn't like, he's not the guy that we all thought he was. But in my opinion, he doesn't have a right to be upset because this is all true. This is made up. None of this is a lie. And at the end of the day, like, we still have to respect Scotty because he was the ultimate wingman. The guy still, at the end of the day, was a very huge factor. It's not like he was a sidekick. No, 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 no. He's the he best number two superstar on that to team. ever be, right. like, like, yeah, he, to ever play the game. He, Name he, a better number two option. Right. Like, that's the whole point of it is, like, he, he he's not a, a, a role player. He's not a glorified role player. No, the guy's a legit all-star slash superstar. And, and that's the thing that he needs to take out of it is that at the end of the day, Scotty, like, we still respect him as a basketball player. Ron? Okay. I mean, back to the documentary, yeah, I, I agree with it. It, it did kind of make him look bad. But I, but I feel like he was, he was being selfish, too, at that point, because you just can't, just can't quit on your teammates like that, you know? Yeah. Especially when they're counting on you and you're supposed to be the leader. Everybody's watching you, you know? So it's the things you do will affect them. Finally. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I, just, sure. I just have to say he's – it's not justified. He shouldn't be mad. At the end of the day, he did all this stuff. It's, it, they were his personal choices. They were his decisions. How can he be mad at how you were portrayed when you did all of it? Yes, you had your early high praise in, like, the first four episodes, Scotty being the greatest teammate, Scotty being, like, I'd rather have nobody else other than Scotty, a.k.a. from Michael Jordan. I just thought that he got so much praise, so much this, so much that. And then he started kind of going downhill, and he's kind of started building it back up with his uh with his lone season as a superstar. And then that game right there just completely tanked everything uh, for him. And then you didn't hear much about him after that. But I just think that he doesn't have a right to be mad. He doesn't because at the end of the day, like you said, Nick, it's it's all facts. He he did it. Yeah. <laughs> so it, how how else are they supposed to portray you like? So you were all right. dandies and, you, and I mean, this, roses this, whenever this, really this you were – he, he acts like he was the only victim in this documentary. <laughs> Scott oh, Burrell, bullied. Horace Grant, bullied. <laughs> Michael Jordan, I mean, he showed his whole gambling <laughs> side and, and all that. Like, he, Scotty, you acting like this is about you. Like, it's not about you, bro. It's not okay, about wait. you. Move on. You're still good. Exactly. Before we before we go any farther, Ron, I want your opinion on the uh, on the last dance in, a, in as a whole. What was your opinion on it? Was it, was it great? Forced? Was it uh, lackluster? Was it okay? What? Me personally, you know, I love basketball, so I loved it. It gave me me personally like Michael Jordan's favorite player of all time because he never lost a championship. But Thank me, you, Ron. I Shut up. I didn't get. I didn't. I, I did. Me personally, I didn't get to watch play. Like I watched Kobe play, but this doctor like cleared up a whole lot for me. Just to see why people say he's the goat, 
Man, did you realize this man had food poisoning? Was carrying himself? LeBron had cramps, so he couldn't even play through that. All right. I'm talking about. Shut up. Shut up. Hey, Shut up. To carry me off the floor. <laughs> I need help getting off the floor to the front seat of the of the thing. You know, no disrespect to <laughs> LeBron. No, because I think, he, I think he another... is one of the, the greatest of all time. He just he just isn't, you know, with Kobe and I Jordan. I think another just, reason. Yeah. I think another reason why you like like you probably enjoyed the documentary a lot, Ron, is because I when I looked at Jordan, especially the whole part about him, you know, um, you know, being a you know win it all or nothing kind of guy, like that really hit me for you. Like that reminded me of you a lot. You took that straight out of Jordan's book. Like I'm going to win this game no matter what the cost. And then when it talked about his his emotions towards teammates, how he would he wouldn't expect somebody to do something if he wouldn't do it himself. That's why yeah. I, I was like, well, that's where I was like, yo, that's that's Ron. That's exactly what Ron is. Like, he yeah. may be a, a a-hole to you, but he's going <laughs> to have the same expectations that he has of himself for you at the end of the day. <laughs> so I, I, that's, I know why you enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> and, you know, at the end of the day, we had a lot of teammates, like, in our on our team that could take it for the majority of the, you know, for the most part. Sure, there was, like, two or three that were kind of pissed. But overall, I mean, like, me, you – uh, Mike, KJ, uh, Chris, probably, uh, what's it called? Um, Hutch, I'm Dre. blanking real quick. What? Dre. Dre, yeah, and, uh, Dre, yeah. yeah, CJ, Dre, you know, CJ, uh, you know, just all that yeah, they could take it, guy. but then you that's just had, yeah, and, but you just had those, those couple that would just get pissed and it's like, they would quit, <laughs> like they would just quit and you could tell they would, like, just because of an attitude, yeah. like, cool, move on, you know, but. It is what it is. At the same, I mean, I, you only under you only understood that if you understood me as a person, though. Right, so. exactly. And yeah, you know, now true. that we sit here and look at it, like ninety percent of the people that like we just brought in, like that we barely knew, but they were good at basketball. Like those were the people that had the problems, like ninety percent of the time. I don't know if y'all knew that. I'm at not gonna say the day, names, like, but at the end of the day, we all had a common goal, and that's what we tried yeah. to relay through Ron was like, hey, he has a common goal. He just wants to win. At the end of the day, he doesn't care as long as we win. But overall, Ron, out of ten, what do you give it? One out of ten. Ooh, ooh, I go lie to you because I know it's some he kept hidden from us, you know. Right. Oh, for sure. I, I know for sure some stuff kept hidden from us out of this season, but I get I give it every bit of a eight and a half, nine. I mean, I enjoyed it a lot, and it, you know, it really cleared up the the blankness in my head about Jordan and his greatness. And I was able to see it firsthand and relate to how people how relate to how people was feeling it when they wasn't like seeing it firsthand when wow. it was happening. So let this be the first time, or not not the first time, but let this be known that I think Mike and Ron actually agree on something in terms of basketball. Yeah, that's hard to find nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Hey, I'm telling you, the second that we get both of y'all on a podcast, I, it's gonna be insane. I'm, 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 re- I'm ready for that. I'm ready I'm for the, so the, the ready. last topic between Jordan. <laughs> Bro, no, my thing is, my thing is like, yeah, ninety percent. LeBron and Jordan. Yeah, look, ninety percent of this, like, y'all will be. I guarantee you, ninety percent of the argument that y'all will have. Uh, or debate that y'all will have whenever you're on the show together mm-hmm. is going to be about Russ 
and Dame. And Dame. Yeah. Ninety yeah. percent <laughs> of the whole thing. We can we can try to interrupt and swerve it back to something else, but it's just gonna come right back to it. Like. <laughs> and I'm gonna be right on Ron's side, Dame all the way. Not definitely. <sighs> you know, no, the MVP. It's just uh, Dame. That up. That, that, up. that man. That man is. He, he's great, man. Like we just, we just got, we just got to, we just got to say his greatness when we witness it, man. It's greatness, man. It's we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there for sure, for sure. But uh, so I don't know if y'all saw it, but Brian Windhorst came out and had a uh, an idiotic observation, in my opinion, uh, on the Last Dance. He said he came out and said, "I do think part of the reason why Jordan said yes to this documentary after LeBron won that title." was because maybe for the first time there was a possibility or a po- or there was possibly a threat to the throne is there any weight to this comment i've already said my piece uh, uh it, I, I, Austin, that wasn't idiotic at all because that's facts every every time you look back at it after he lost to the mavericks that's when Everybody was like, okay, maybe this guy LeBron is a very big choke artist. He's a fraud, whatever, whatever. He came back 3-1 to a 73-9 and team. Of course there's going to be a threat. There's, there's, of course, of course there's going to be. There was already one before he even went to Cleveland. And then he did this 3-1 comeback, in, which has never been done in history. Of course, of course there's going to be a threat to the throne. Do I believe that How's Michael th- Jordan, like, did I do I believe that he was like, all right, green light. As soon as LeBron won, green light. Go ahead and air that documentary. No, I don't believe that. I don't think Jordan would do that because I don't think he cares that much. But yes, of course, there's a threat to the throne. Of course, it's LeBron James we're talking about. There was a threat when Kobe was there. there was, uh, yes, Ron. <laughs> Kobe's more of a threat than LeBron to me. Oh, yeah, I, I, it, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh. I can't agree with that. I can't agree with that. It, there's such a like, to me. Nah, there's man. such a distance like, between listen, Kobe like, and LeBron. This, this, this is this is me personally. Who 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 do you have as the the better one, Austin? LeBron, of course. Kobe is Kobe is MJ Junior. <laughs> Kobe. Right. So how can you be MJ Junior and be third? How? Because you. look, you're you. you're MJ's little brother, all right. Just because you're MJ's little brother doesn't mean that there's not somebody else out there that's better. Five okay, championships to three. All right, dope. Three of those you had probably the most dominant center to ever play the game. And LeBron didn't have a big trio. Hey, hey I'll take I'll I take mean, Shaq over LeBron Wade and Bosch any day, in my opinion. Yes, I'll take Shaq over Wade and Bosch together yeah, any day. I know that. Yeah, yeah. anybody, Hi-key. anybody Hi-key. would. Anybody. Hi-key. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would. But 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 let's not let's not act like Kobe didn't average thirty in the final. <laughs> okay, you're not wrong, but at the same time, he didn't win MVP for a reason. He wouldn't yeah, have been even know. close without Shaq. Without Shaq, he wouldn't have even gotten to the finals. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, he would have probably averaged 35 in the final or in the in the playoffs, but he would have only lasted until the semifinals. And he would have been done. Austin, what did he do without Shaq? Oh, what? Like seven years later, eight years later, after you got Pow? Oh, that's that's okay. Look, this is a whole nother topic for a whole nother, a whole nother <laughs> podcast. Oh, another we could go about this all day long. Look, okay, let's just stop real quick. Let's just take a pause. 
Come on now. What, Brian? What are your comments on the Brian Wars comment? Me personally, the comment. I mean, people are tired to their own opinion, but I feel like he did it just to show you how great he really was. But I don't think, I don't, I don't think LeBron is like. I don't think it was a threat to the throne in my opinion that made him release it though. But don't get me wrong, LeJord. Matter of fact, I got I got the best quote for this. J. Cole once said it. He said, you'll never play me like LeBron versus Jordan. 20 years later, I wonder who they was going to say was more important. They both came in the game and came from the make a lane. To say who's greater? All we know, they're not the same. Exactly. Mm. Thank you, Ron. Mm. I couldn't have said it better mm. myself. Because you Shut know up. what? That is so idiotic. This You can't just tell me that this man, just because he came back 3-1, 3-1 in the finals, just completely, like, smudges the fact that He's crap in the finals with super teams. <laughs> like you, you lose out to Kobe. you lose out to a fundamentally sound group that is the Spurs, but you have a super team, and then you lose to the Mavericks, and you have a super team, and that team was just a bunch of old bums. It was Kobe Dirk at like thirty-five. It was hey, Jason Kidd Dirk, at like thirty-eight. There was a legend. Hey, was Dirk was a legend. Now. You're right. But at the same time, you shouldn't be losing to Dirk, Sean Marion, and freaking Jason Kidd. Come on. Jason Terry. And Jason Terry. He was like 42. Hey, like, Kobe, shit, Kobe would never. Kobe would never. You're right. No, Kobe would you're never. Right, I will agree with you. Never. Kobe would never. And that's, and that's why. Never. And like LeBron's good, but he just don't have that killer instinct like Jordan and Kobe did. Hey, but look, that let me just throw this out there real quick. You know? This is actually supporting y'all's, uh, what's it called? But I didn't see Kobe go out there and lose to an Orlando Magic-esque team that was old with one superstar. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. LeBron went out there and lost to three old, uh, basically a retirement home, basically, in the NBA. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, bro. Damn. He called that place a retirement home. <laughs> <laughs> He ain't lying. Oh, my God. No, they was kind of old, man. They was. They really were. Like, Jason Kidd retired almost immediately after that. He was a head coach the next season. I'm going to say, he was coaching the damn Bucks or the Knicks or something like that. Uh, It was the Bucks. I think it it was the Bucks. It was the Bucks. Yeah, you're right. That was was pre-Giannis. Or not pre-Giannis, but that was rookie year Giannis. All right, so. You're right, though. I mean, that's just me. I just don't think that there's any weight to this. I just think that's an absolutely – let me just put this in perspective. Like I said, that's what the 20, 27% is saying right now. That, that's just – they've lost all hope at this point because every, every poll, every, you know, ranking system we got going on right now in terms of GOATs is all pointing towards Jordan. So that 20, 27% because for those who doesn't that don't know – what we're doing tomorrow is going over the ESPN poll, and overall, people seventy-three percent of people said that Jordan was the goat, and twenty-seven percent said LeBron was the goat. I guess that's what that twenty-seven percent is now resorting to. Uh, change the game, man. That's what I'm saying, and I mean, LeBron really didn't change the game. He just was literally leaps and bounds ahead of everybody at the same game, in my opinion. <laughs> Now, one thing I can give LeBron, though, you know, he's not as well player in my eyes. He just might be the greatest athlete of all time, definitely. I agree with that. Just, just about the way he carried that. himself 
on yeah. and off the floor, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah no, we've we've never seen of all time. We, we've never seen somebody like this adds on to your doesn't have like end of prime like, like time if you, if you want to be people yeah his, still in his prime. yeah his prime is pretty large at this point if we're being honest right that, that yeah uh so yeah without a doubt athlete of the athlete goat of all or whatever I was about to say goat of all time, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, let me add a quick question. Quick question. Yes or no with a short, brief explanation. Would MJ and LeBron make good teammates? Mm. Ron, you first. Mm. I mean, I'll say look, Steph and KD made it work. Anybody can make it work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two opposite yeah. sides of the spectrum there. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. That's a good I question. Mean, that that's tough. I, I just I think it depends on who your team is. If it, it if you have some soft dudes on that team, no, Jordan is definitely not the teammate for you. Um, you're definitely a LeBron guy. I, I think they're both good teammates though because they're they're good in their own sense. Yeah. Michael right. Jordan's gonna try to win at all costs, and LeBron's gonna support you no matter what, no matter yeah. what. I, you know, I'm going to say they would be. I think LeBron's just that athlete. He's he's dealt with so many superstars at this point in the game, including on the mm-hmm. Olympics, that I think that Jordan would just be one other body. Um, he would adapt to how his attitude is because that's just the kind of dude LeBron is. LeBron is tough, but he, you know, he's not – he doesn't give tough love, you know what I mean? But he definitely has a hard outer, you know, thick skin is what I'm trying to say. Thick, he definitely yeah, has thick, thick skin, skin and can take criticism uh, well. And so that's why I think that they would definitely be teammates. But, okay. all right, so okay. Nick's uh, – Nick by Nick's request, um, Paul Pierce's top five. Ooh, I saw that earlier today. Oh, oh God. God. Uh, goodness. <laughs> all right. Well, so, his, his, his top five, though, is very interesting. Because he's seen all those guys actually play, you know. Even right. though he's yeah. played against Braun, he actually seen all those guys play. So, yeah. for those who don't know, it is MJ at one, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at two, Bill Russell at three, Magic at four, and Kobe at five. No LeBron in sight. Uh, he said, without a doubt, uh, that hey, LeBron every, is hey, not top five. Hey, everybody he names has more rings than LeBron, too. No joke. You think he's kind of yeah. weighing too heavy on that? Everybody you name has more rings than LeBron. Yeah. I mean, he, he could be, but I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you know how everybody had the time frame? Yeah. I know Jordan didn't start getting any rings until Magic got kicked out the lead because of the ZZ card. Yeah. Uh, maybe. That's debatable. So no, I mean, he has a point. He has a point. He has a point because yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Now, I mean, think about it. Magic and Bird were stopping Michael from getting a ring the whole time. He didn't look. He didn't get it until those guys started fading away. You know. Okay. Yep. Like I'm saying, everybody has their time. It's just about taking advantage of yours. Okay. Okay. So, do you do you agree with that top five? Is there anything wrong with that top five in your eyes? <laughs> 
me personally, I haven't seen like I've seen footage of Magic Johnson them play, you know, but I didn't get to see like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar play in person, so I really can't speak on right. things like that. I can only give my top five from the players I've seen and from what I think, you know. But all his right. top five, everybody in there has more rings than LeBron, though. That's all I can say. Okay, before we get to you, Nick. Before we get to you, Nick, I actually want to know your top five. Who mine? Yeah, your your top five. Of, of course, this, of, of 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 course, of from what you have seen, people. Yeah. Know, LeBron's definitely in my top five. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I without li- a doubt. I, li- I lived in his time, but I'm honestly, I'm gonna go. Me personally, I gotta go. Ooh man, that's that's. Jordan and Kobe for sure went to. Okay. Magic was tough. I'm I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Magic was tough. I watched some of his film. Magic was hard. Magic, Braun, and my fifth. I would have to go. Oh man, all time. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you. This documentary woke me up about Scotty. I didn't know Scotty was actually that good. He's cold. He's <laughs> he looked, very cold. He he, he still holds, like, some of those bull records to this day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to this day. To this day. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. So, Scotty, oh, fifth no. is your five? Uh, it's debatable because, man, man, Scotty has six, and he worked for all six of those. No oh, yeah, without a doubt. And, and, he deserves, and he deserves some kind of like, or before I've seen, I've seen without Scott, you had no Jordan. Okay. He definitely had his own weight. All right. So, Nick, continue on. Sorry. Continue on. I Okay. The surprising thing about it is that I actually like it because it has four of the people that I would consider top five. It's just Bill Russell. Like, Bill, I, I don't I I, it. I've said it. I've said it so many times. Bill played in a, a league where he had 10 teams. Like, he was, you know, besides Wilt, like, he was the tallest player in the league by, like, eight inches. I just think when we're talking about greatest basketball players of all time, you have to consider, like, actual skill, actual adversity and competition. Who is better than who? Like, who is a better skilled basketball player? LeBron needs to be on – what you say? I said a hook shot's not skilled. <laughs> I mean, it it is, but like Kareem made it to where it was it was a actual like a trademark skill, like a trademark. Yeah, Bill, trademark. Bill's hook shot was against a five eight <laughs> cubicle worker. Oh like, no, no, not the cubicle, just, no. Like, the, like the dudes he played, the, the dudes he played against just got done with their office jobs and were like, "Hey, I'm gonna go hoop against Bill Russell." Like, the, the, it doesn't take skill to do that. I, LeBron needs to be on your top five list, I, and the only reason why he wasn't on Paul Pierce's is because he doesn't like LeBron. Everybody knows that. I mean, LeBron took his thunder. Let's be real. Like, yes, like once LeBron yes, started yes. getting good, that's when the Celtics really just yeah. kind of fell off. He couldn't, yeah, he, I mean, they couldn't he, get past Paul, the Heat. They couldn't get past them. No, like, bad. Exactly. Paul Pierce was barely beating Kobe, man. He was, so he was bad for exactly. sure. No, it's not a deal. This is, this is Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce's logic was this. He's like, all right, Kobe's going to do his thing in the West. I got it made over here in the East. And then LeBron went to the Heat. And then he was like, damn, I really got to go through LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh. <laughs> 
No, not happening. <laughs> on the same not team. Happening. He was doing it. We were all team. separate, but, you know. Yeah, exactly. And preposterous. And terrible. It's I tough. hate it. Okay, look, as much as I hate to even – well, no, I don't hate to give LeBron credit. I don't hate to give LeBron credit, period. Like watch story. your words. Yeah, I don't hate to give LeBron credit on on, on anything. But he he deserves like you're stupid if you don't include him in there. Like I'm sorry. Like right. and I no. agree with that. Yeah. Like Bill Russell in my top five. Exactly. Like LeBron's in anybody's top five. I don't understand what sh- like what these like Shaq, Paul Pierce, like type of old dudes, old head NBA players are just coming out and saying like, oh, uh, uh LeBron's not in my top five. Huh? Are are we looking at the same game? You're an analyst, huh? But and the the thing too was like, oh, his argument was like, oh, he didn't build a dynasty with a single team, or like he didn't contribute to a buildup of an organization. He brought Cleveland their first ring down three one. What else do you want from him? (laughs) Yeah, what'd you do, Paul? I mean, he he had help. Let's not get you needed KG. He had help. He did. He did have help, but like, I mean. You talk about you just talk about how oh he want he he didn't build up an organization, okay he wasn't in his second year and he brought them to the finals. Come on, right. come so, on, come on, Paul. Let please. me just ask this. Let me just ask this. On paper, should that Celtics team have beat that Lakers team both times, like back to back? Oh yeah, they did go one and one. No, they did go one and one. It, the the Lakers should have beat them the first time, but uh, Powell was. Smoking. Yeah, yeah he, was just, he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready for that. I think I think he went the way it should because I'm not going to lie you, man. Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Gardner, and Rajah Rondo, they had their era. They was the truth, man. Hey, don't forget K- they were, they were. KP, that KG. boy, Perk. Oh, yeah, Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins, yeah. <laughs> KP Perk before he got man. fat. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right, though. That was a tough team. That was a tough team. Yeah, I just I think that on paper they definitely should should win that both times. But at the same time, I also think like it's Kobe. Kobe's gonna carry, bro. Co- Kobe what? Jelly Bean Bryant. Exactly. Yeah, he, so, not, he not losing two in a row. Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, we're gonna take a small break here, real quick. Um, and then we will jump into our unpopular opinions. I had the guys uh prepare three. But we're only going to say two per person. And if we have time, we'll say the third. So, with that being said, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Stay. And we're back. Round two. Here we go, gentlemen. We're going to be getting into uh, the debate. Unpopular opinions part two. Fun fact for you. Our unpopular opinions part one actually was um, one of our best episodes. Kudos to Nick for the idea right there. I think it was our third best episode. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, we will, and you could it, it. This can span however long you want. I don't care if you want to go back to the Bill Russell days. I don't care if you have an unpopular opinion about that. You can say it. But anyway, Ron, age before beauty. Give it to us on the. Give us the first one. Uh, unpopular opinion. Number one. Mm. <laughs> Damon's are playing rest, definitely. He's a he's a better teammate for sure, and that and that's what makes him a better player because more people can do it to 
and he makes the people around him better and he holds them accountable and he gets the the best out of them and the most out of them. All right, so beyond the fluke opinion, of the year that was my... last year, tell me when he gets the fluke. best out of his – Yeah, it's a fluke. It's a fluke. You had to go through a Nuggets team that literally was has an average age of like 21. So – And we beat yeah. them. And you beat who? The Thunder? I know. Right. I'm talking about uh, – <laughs> let's be real the thunder or choke artists in the first the round all right and the, the nuggets are literally like i said they were fresh out of the womb in terms of playoffs so once again you had to go through neither the warriors or the rockets and y'all got smacked it was a fluke all right second off when did he make his players better outside of the fluke All right, give give Dame PG. I bet you we don't get out in the first round. I mean, give give Dame Victor Oladipo. I mean, I let's bet be you real. We don't go out in the first let's round. let's be real here. From the way that um, my boy Los and Nicholas over here hold uh, CJ so very high that they love to sit there and they hold him high over like half the NBA, but not half the NBA. If three quarters of NBA superstars, huh? Excuse me? If he was in the East, he'd be a four-time two-star. Four-time all-star. Yeah, I, you can keep smoking crack. CJ ain't that good. CJ McCollum? Oh, he see, like 20. I, What's wrong with you? I don't care. Look, CJ <laughs> is 87. He's an 87 and 2K type of good. That's what I put on Twitter yesterday. He's an 87 2K overall type of good. He will never break like what Dame is. And he is severe. Dame, I will not lie to you. I love Damian Lillard. I love Damian Lillard. Dude's just – ever since he's been in the league, he's been great. Rookie of the year, first year. Exactly. And had the amazing game winner in the in his first ever playoff se- series. That was ridiculous. Now – Historical. Let's be real here. He's very undervalued in 2K. He's very undervalued in real life. Yet, CJ in many minds is really close to him somehow, some way – he's so close to CJ that some people would even say like they're the same level. Yeah, no. Why is that? that? Yeah, why is this? Nobody says that, Austin. Nobody says that. Oh, well, the way (laughs) that y'all regard this man, she's like, he's one tier below Dame. He's he's a great duo partner. Dame is top three in his position. CJ barely cracks top five. Barely. Top five of what? for sure. Shooting his position, his position. Yeah, position, yeah. not all time. We just talking about in today's NBA. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, no. yeah, no, 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 no. Oh my goodness gracious! You know what? Let me just. Oh my goodness, y'all. You know, I was talking so, to Drew so, today on Twitter. So, Austin, so you don't think CJ McCollum is top ten in the NBA shooting much right now? No, 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 no. I no top ten for sure. Top ten for sure. No, no okay, to okay. top top five. No to top five. Without a doubt, no to top five. Like, who I do put, you put over him? Because CJ is consistent. Who, who's your five above him? <laughs> uh, let me sit here. I gotta bring up a list. I I'm terrible in terms of uh what's but, it called? But besides, let me help James you. Let Harden. me help you. Let me help you. Let me. James Harden, Bradley Beal, Booker, right. uh, cool. Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Keep going. And um, Victor Oladipo. That's the only ones that I can nah, see. Maybe. Not gonna lie maybe. to you, Luke. Maybe Luca too, bro. Luca's a point guard. Luca's a point. Luca's a point guard. Gosh dang it, Ron! Come on, man. No, look. Let's be real here. Let's be real here. Let's be real here. All right. Personally, 
personally, and this is from me because nobody else likes to give this guy love. I'm taking Chris Middleton over CJ McCollum. Donovan Mitchell, I'm taking him over CJ McCollum. Drew Holiday is now a shooting guard. I'm taking Drew Holiday over CJ McCollum. Like, do I need to keep going? I'll give you that. I'll give you the I I understand Drew Holiday. Because he's a two agent. You're you're not taking Donovan Mitchell over over CJ McCollum? Um, No, that's that's. That's a, that's a that's a tough one, but but I ain't gonna lie, to you. CJ is pretty damn consistent. You know what you're gonna get from him, night in and night out. <laughs> but this man, but this man, Donovan they, they, came into the, the league is, and took a team to the playoffs when they weren't supposed to go there. This is the thing, Austin. They, CJ like has to Bojan play the sidekick Bogdanovich role. and a Rudy Gobert. But, but CJ has to play the sidekick role. Donovan is has his own team and still puts up the same numbers. All right, well, Explain let's be that. real here. Let's be real here. He wouldn't have to play the sidekick role if he was better. Like, go anywhere else and you're still going to be a sidekick. Like, I'm telling you, well, you're not – You there's a superstar on almost every single team that is better than C.J. McCollum. So, Don, if Donovan goes to the Portland Trailblazers, he's not a sidekick? No, he is. You're right. Because Damian Lillard, like we said, is a top five point guard. Without a doubt. Top he's three, a top honestly. five. Top three. He could be breaking the third. He may be fourth. But – that's, you know, whatever. But listen, but listen, and this is the last thing. We're, we're going to cut it off after, after, after y'all get y'all's opinions in after what I say. All right? Anybody that goes to that team outside of a, a top-tier superstar is going to be a sidekick. Okay? But what I'm saying is if you go anywhere, if CJ goes anywhere, he is a sidekick. Even if you go to the Suns, he's going to be a sidekick to Devin Booker. Devin Booker's better. I'm sorry. If you the one place, the one place where I think that he's not a sidekick, and I know them better than anybody, is the San Antonio Spurs. What about the Jazz? No, he's taking the back seat to Donovan. We just said that he's better. No, 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 no. If he replaces Donovan, if he replaces Donovan, I still don't think they go as far as they do. CJ's good. CJ is good in the playoffs, but he'd have to get there, and he is just, yeah, he's consistent, but he is consistently not great in the regular season. I'm not gonna lie we to you. see that with whenever that, Dan goes out. That, I mean, this past year, okay, don't get me wrong. He 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 had his challenges trying to carry when Dan was hurt, you know? Right. Which but, Dave has done with while he's the most part, CJ can carry the workload. Who are you CJ lying? CJ can to? carry the load for the most part. You gotta realize he had Melo on his team this year, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so now we're losing touches. now we're losing shots out to a once again, retirement home, dude. Yeah, look what happened. Look, look what happened to OKC. That's exactly what happened to OKC. Melo's a toxic teammate. Get out of here. All right. With that being said, with that being said, with that being said, we got to move on. Nick, first unpopular opinion. When it's all said and done, Jason Tatum will be a better player than Luca. Yes, for sure. I was looking at that earlier on ESPN. Who would be the next guy up? And I say JT. That guy, I'm not gonna lie, his game is so polished. Oh my gosh. It's like beautiful. <laughs> you beautiful. did this just to piss me off, didn't you? Beautiful. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're successful. All even right. though Luca Luca was averaging twenty nine nine and nine, basically. Even though he was averaging twenty nine nine and nine, basically. JT is still gonna be the better player. Did you see how they got stepped up to the challenge in the Eastern Conference Finals? <laughs> 
his without fresh into the lead. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you're good. You're just, you're right, but let's not let's not destroy the fact that he had a great team around him. <laughs> All right, okay. I, I'm saying that if you would have put any other solid small forward in that position, position, like any other, like I if said, Jason Tatum was good. Jason Tatum was a good rookie. He was a good rookie. He was a good player. Just period. Drop the rookie tab. He really didn't play like a rookie. He was a good player. But if you put another good small forward there, they're still going that far. That's just me. Yeah, he did have a better. Forget, system. They almost they almost won too. The thing with Luca is Luca's in a system in which he can play with high volume. Like he touches the ball eighty percent of the games. JT plays in a system in which he doesn't get that the opportunity because he plays with a Jalen Brown, plays yeah. with a uh, um, what's his Kemba. Gordon Hayward now, Kemba. Kemba. Like yeah. he, he doesn't get the touches that Luca does. Do I think that he averages twenty nine nine and nine as a as a you know in, in the math system? No, 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 not at all. Because that's not JT. But let's not forget JT was averaging almost forty. 40 in the month of February. Oh, whoa, my fault. In the month of February. Oh, cool. Yeah, what about man. the other months? That, that, is that, is that not good? I'm still cooking. No, that's, still no cooking. that's great. That's great. Like like I said, me and you, we talk about JT yeah, all the time. Jason Tatum's fantastic. He's extravagant. He's going to be, you know, he's that next wave with him, De'Aaron, Luca. Uh, he's the next wave don't up. Put, don't put De'Aaron in there. Please, please stop. Please stop. Please. We're not. Do we're not. not we're, we're not going to have this conversation. De'Aaron Fox is an upcoming superstar at point guard. All right. In the same conversation as Luca and Jason Fox, Tatum. Man. No. Well, like then. Well, yes, he's going to be the next wave of superstars. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to say. No, I, look, I'm not saying. Look, I'm not saying he's in the same tier. I'm not saying that he is in the same <laughs> ballroom. I'm saying he's going to be uh, in the next wave of. He's going to be a superstar. But he's not going to be in that tier of superstars. You know what I mean? I'm throwing Lonzo in there, too, if it makes you feel better. I'm throwing Lonzo in there. I'm throwing Trey in there. I'm throwing Andre Aiden in there in the future. Lonzo's MVP tier. There's a difference. All right, shut up. I'm not throwing him in that tier. I'm saying that these guys are the next wave. They're the next wave. Anyway, now, Nick. Oh, my gosh. There's so many things that I just want to say. Now, I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. Second highest usage rate of any player last year. I actually just saw that stat today. Luka Doncic. Okay? I'll give that to you. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have a really high usage rate that aren't doing what a second-year guard is doing. There's a, there's a lot of people out there that have been superstars whenever they got – my fault. They, they have eventually became superstars and what they are now seven years down the line, and Luka's doing better than them at year two. Okay, yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that. He's a year ceiling, two. He's basically he's, a year two MVP candidate. I like that. Who's a better defender? Who's a better defender? You've got a great point there. Um, Jason Tatum can defend probably one through five. Luka can defend one through three. I think I think just by versatility, it's got to go to Jason Tatum. You're right. But I just think that Luka's so much better on offense. So it's like yeah. it's one of those things. You don't think so? No. You don't think so? I think so. I I'm mean, this like, man's like, man man, got JT. A, JT's one of the smoothest young guys out at the moment, man. Yeah, well, you got Luca with the with the baby Harden, you know. Yeah. Step back. But I mean, like J, JT's polished. I'm talking about every aspect of his game is like, you know. Like and we saw he, that year one. 
Yeah, and we saw that year one. No, you're right. No, you're right. Don't be afraid to speak up. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're you're 100 yeah. percent right. Uh, he is more polished, but I still think that he's that Luca can just do more. Luca can break people down on off dribble. Luca can hit the threes at a very consistent clip. Luca can finish just as good as Jason Tatum. I think the only thing that Jason Tatum has over him is that turnaround jumper that he got from Kobe. That's just me. But only thing Luca has on him is a is playmaking ability. That's it. That's it. No, no. See, that's where we. I don't know why you Luca. Luca probably take more shots than he do too, though. Exactly. It's, uh, it's the usage probably. rate. It's the yeah. usage rate. No, the usage rate's insane. You're right, and I I can't wait for Jason Tatum to get that usage rate to where he averages like twenty five and nine, and he'll never get to the point to where he's averaging almost thirty nine and nine. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, this That's man nice Luca. That's not his game. This man Luca for the first. If we're talking month by month, this this man Luca for the first two months of the league was averaging like 20, 29, or my fault. He was averaging 30, 12, and nine. That's ridiculous. That's this ridiculous. Is the comparison I have. This is the comparison I have for you. Jason Tatum is Michael. I'm not saying he's Michael Jordan. I'm just oh saying my he is, is Michael Jordan. <laughs> listen, listen. This is the Michael Jordan versus LeBron debate. LeBron's stats are extremely better than Michael Jordan. Extremely better than Michael Jordan. Who are you taking though? Michael Jordan. All right then. I'm taking any, Jason Tatum because Luca is a LeBron. Luca, Luca is LeBron. His stats are gonna look better because of his usage rate. He's a better playmaker. He touches the ball all game. Jason Tatum is a is a polished NBA player. I'm taking him. I'm taking him. He's very, very efficient too. He's yeah. very. No, efficient. he's very efficient. Yeah, and with the shots that he's, he's given, he's still averaging like what is it like nineteen or something this year? Let me look at that. Let me yeah. look that up before I before so, I get hounded on, on Twitter again by Back. certain Andrew um, <laughs> Rummer. Um. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah. I just think that you know, I just think that there's at the end of the day, at, well, really at the end of the day, I just. It's going to come down to who wins rings. That's really what it's going to come down to. So it's going to be interesting to see. But Jason Tatum this year is averaging – Oh, my nothing. fault. I stand corrected. This year he's averaging 23.6 points, seven with three assists, and a steal and a block. Who, JT? Yeah, JT. Mm-hmm. Shooting a very good 48% clip and 40% from three. See, you, you, you hear talking? oh, but let, let's not let's not joke here. He shoots twenty times a game, almost. He shoots eighteen, nineteen times a game, nineteen times a game. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, you Luke is every bit of on a team 20, on a team 20, with two other superstars. A team with two other superstars. No, almost three, not superstar, but three stars. And he only gets not only, but he gets up twenty. Imagine if you play for the Mavs. Okay, so like you said, twenty nine, nine and nine. So, he takes 20 shots. He takes one more attempt. One more attempt. Mm-hmm. A game. Okay. And you have to – and he's averaging 30. 29. 29. Technically, it's 28.9. 28.7. So 29 a game. Yeah, that's tough. Just saying. No, that's still tough. I just, it's I it's just a very unpopular like... opinion, but you know what? I will give it to you. I can agree with you. Uh, to an extent, because it could be – it potentially could happen. No, nah, but JT, man, his game is like, like – no, watching him play is like watching like – remember like like Ray Allen said off, um, uh, <laughs> of the movie, Jesus Shows Worth? It's like yeah. poetry in motion, bro. Like he's just like, ooh, that's smooth. That's sweet. 
But that ain't Luca. Sometimes you be like, sometimes, but I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I I've been a fan of JT ever since he came into the league, man. And yeah, so have I. I loved it. I I love Jason Tatum at that pick uh, to the Celtics. Um, no, and I thought that he was the best player in the draft, if we're being honest, and he showed it. Um, Ooh, can I have one more popular unpopular opinion? Yeah, go ahead. Devin Booker needs to get the hell out of Phoenix, man. If he, he wants to win, I think that's pretty popular. If we're being honest, no, no, it's not that it's unpopular. It's just that I, I, I just think that he, anywhere he goes, that's not the East. He's gonna have the same problem. The same problem. I think that this year was his year to win. This was his year to win. He's still like twenty six and like thirty. His team is. <laughs> His team is not bad. His team is not bad. Kelly's tough. DeAndre Aiden is tough. And Ricky Rubio is a certified point guard. He's not a With great Dario Sarge coming off the, off the bench. McCall Bridges. And, you know, just there's more to go along. I think some people are so, like, stuck on feeling bad for Devin Booker because he's been on the Saria Suns team for so long that they fail to realize that this team that he has this year is actually, like, eight seed worthy. Like, why are you letting the Memphis Grizzlies get to the eight seed? I mean, let's be real. Why are the why are the Trailblazers letting them get there, hmm? Hmm, gentlemen? Hmm. What? Hmm. I mean, our best players hurt. Come on, man. Oh, our best players hurt. Get the, get the out of here. You know. So I, I don't. I, it's not that. that <laughs> it's not. I wouldn't say that's a popular opinion. I just think that. I think that D book he needs to make do with what he has. Okay. I I just I think that that team is manageable for at least an eight seed in the West. All right. Look. I will <clears throat> I will say this. <clears throat> Devin Booker is not overrated, but he cannot carry a team. Not yet. No, he can't. I mean, let's be real. He's already been in the league yeah, yeah. for five seasons. He's No, he hard, can't it, now, carry a team. Now, it is, 26, 27, it is hard to 25, carry. 22. It is, like, it is hard to carry when Tyler Ulis was you your best no player on your team. Yeah, you have like, no help, no help yeah, whatsoever. Like, <laughs> that, no that's help. hard to do. But like I said, this year was his year to do it, and I didn't. I, I need to see more. I mean, he's still shooting good. I mean, fifty-four percent from the two-point uh, area, thirty-six percent from three. That's extravagant. Like honestly, and he's averaging no, seven no, and four. He, yeah, he, he can go. He can go somewhere and make somebody else a championship team with one move. Like. <laughs> Uh, this, sure. like I said, the new wave of superstars just needs to pack their bags in the West and just head out East. So that way they can. You know what's a good spot for him? You know what's a good spot for D Book? And I promise you, they'll, they'll win a ring in the next five years. Toronto. Well, I mean, Kyle? Yeah. No, no, no. Toronto. No, I ain't you. Because Pascal is tough. <laughs> That's Very. what I was telling Nick yesterday. Yes. Very. Pascal is tough. They. They need a shooting guard because they, they. I think the starting shooting guard is OG and and No, 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 no. He's a small forward. Right. I think it's uh Fred. Fred's uh playing oh, yeah, like Fred Van Fleet. Fred but needs to come them, off the bench. Both of those guys are but, but six one. Right, exactly. Oh. That's right. Fred needs to come off the bench and Kyle needs, needs to retire and Fred needs to start. Who? Kyle needs to retire and Fred needs to start. Oh no, Kyle got some gas in him. He's still tough. He's still tough. He's, he's just right. a regular season player. That's why I don't like him. All right. So, first unpopular opinion. Mine kind of goes back. Mine goes back. It wasn't current. It wasn't current, but mine goes back. Allen Iverson, as much as it hurts me to say, I had his – my first ever jersey was Allen Iverson jersey. 
Allen Iverson was overrated. Can I just hang up? <laughs> <laughs> Look, let, let me let me let me let me explain myself. Yeah, Allen Iverson was first. a fantastic person uh, in terms of the basket, like in the ba- on the basketball court. He was uh, he was great player, superstar. But I just think that he got too much credit, even though he led that team to the finals. They really have any business being there? No, which you can say helps him. But at the end of the day, that's his one shining moment. Outside of that, let's be real here. He just put the ball in the hoop and made some nice dribbles. He never contributed to a winning team. He had a team with Melo, and they didn't go anywhere. Sure, I think they went to the Western Conference Finals, I think, one year. He did, he's just nev- He's not a winner. He can't win. He had one shining moment that everybody over-glorifies. And, like I said, he's just one of the best ball handlers you've ever seen. That's me. You go ahead, you, you go ahead Ron, because I, I, I'm about to tear this man up. Hey, I can't agree with you, man. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to let Nick give you – I'm going to let Nick get at you. I, I, I can't agree with you. AI is – you know what I'm saying? He – AI made dribbling relevant. Let's be real. Yeah, no, like he he really made crossovers become a part of the game. <laughs> yeah, no, without a doubt, you're right. <laughs> but like I said, whenever you sit here and think about Allen's Iverson, Allen Iverson's career, it's the step over on Ty Lue, and it's the crossover on MJ. Twice, same crossover, same move. Okay. Don't forget, don't forget first, Antonio first is, Daniels double first, cross. First is Antonio, Antonio Daniels double cross. He made his first ball twice. All right, but once again, once again, you don't see that in the news much anymore. Because like, it was history. Yeah. All right, right. You're not, no, without a doubt, no. <laughs> Antonio Daniels falling twice, yeah, that was cool. At the same time, I haven't seen that clip in probably two years. Like, I'm dead serious. Okay. I haven't seen that clip in two years. He busted every ass. month. Awesome. He made a guy, a NBA grown man, fall twice. <laughs> twice. All right. All right. Well, okay. That's the side there of you point. go. That's Add the, the clip. Add the clip. He's got three clips that none of them define winning. None of them define uh, greatness. None of them are just. We're, ta- we're talking about practice. We're not even talking about the game. And we're, we're talking okay, about practice. Yeah. Let's, let's not forget about the stupidest press interview I've ever seen in my life. So, nah. Yeah. Seen a few words. Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Listen. He averaged, I think, 28.7 points on his career. So no, he didn't. Don't. He had. He had that. No, not that. I'm, yeah. Listen, Austin. He averaged 31 points in a season. 31 points in a season in a in a year and 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 generation in which that wasn't normalized like it is now. I mean, like, that that wrong. 31 points back in his decade or his era was phenomenal, and he won MVP that year. He was the only team to beat the undefeated Lakers team with Kobe and Shaq. In, he was the only team to beat them in the playoffs. They went 4-0, 4-0, 4-0, and then they met up with Allen Iverson, and they actually lost one to the Philadelphia 76ers. Allen, I mean, awesome. Tell me the best player on that 76ers team besides Allen Iverson. You probably can't name Eric one. Uh, actually, I said, no, no, name, I a great, name another good player. Oh, no, you're right. But once again, like I said, he to had the, one shiny moment where he took them to the finals. After that, this dude literally just put the ball in the hole. Nobody wanted him because of his piss-poor attitude. Dude yes, literally yes. would go. So, he went to Denver, right? He went to Denver. What's the, what's the objective of the game, Austin? 
to put the ball where? I understand, but you had to put the ball in the hole and win games, and he didn't do that. Did Charles Barkley – is Charles Barkley great? Is Clyde Drexler great? Yeah, Charles is Barkley actually – you know, Charles Barkley actually – well, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's a great Clyde? loophole. That's a great loophole. Clyde? Clyde wasn't – no, okay, look. Look, 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 look. Let's clear the air here. Let's clear the air here. Clyde wouldn't have – if Clyde didn't have the championships with – the championships with – what's it called? With Houston, nobody care about him. Did he just be that guy that went to the finals? He was a, a superstar at the time, but he wasn't a legend at the end of the day. Clyde the Glide Drexler was a fantastic player, but without those rings, he is not a legend is what I'm trying to say. I just think when you look at it, you can't look at Allen Iverson based off of his wins because the team has – they, they, they didn't do anything with those 76ers team. They didn't do anything. They didn't try to okay, give well, them what's your, what's your excuse with the, to, What's your excuse with the Denver team? You had Chauncey, you had him, you had Mello. Uh, Austin, look at where – wherever Mello goes, look what happened. I understand that. But that doesn't yeah. mean anything. We're young – okay, we're young – Mellow, the great Mellow, whatever. And then what? I believe they went to the Western Conference Finals one year and lost to the Spurs. Like, all I'm saying is, is you cannot, you cannot say that he is overrated yeah, because he could not, on his career, by the way. which is phenomenal. You cannot say he is overrated if he was not put in a place to succeed. That's all I'm he saying. Was he was put, set up to I fail. I just told you he, he was, was set up to fail. I just put it. No, he, he was set up to fail. He was set up to fail. Come on now. He was set up to fail. You get on a team with Melo in which Melo didn't care about nothing but his own personal stats. You get put on a team in which your best player was the Kimbe Mutombo. He was not put in a position to succeed. And yet right, he so still like, averaged 31 and one MVP. Let me, let me ask you something. What is the difference between besides an MVP? What is the difference between Melo and Allen Iverson? Nothing. There is no. There is no difference. Exactly. So is Melo? Is Melo not? I'm rated? not. I'm Mello, not seeing is, is here. Overrated? Did we sit here and not? Okay, look. Are you putting him in your top fifteen? Who Melo? Melo. No. Top of twenty. Time, I don't know. Right. Top twenty. Yeah. Top twenty-five. Maybe. Maybe then you put him in your. You have top twenty-five ever. I'm not saying Melo's great. I've never liked Melo. Once again. And I'm not just – at this why point, we're getting why, into why, the – at, at this like point, Mello? we're getting into the why bias. Why like Melo? Because he's – can't win, terrible teammate. Wherever he goes, it just sinks. And then on top of that, once again, he literally just puts the ball in the hole, yet he gets so glorified. He literally gets put on a pedestal where, like, he's at the same level as LeBron and Dwayne Wade. No. Just because you were in the same draft class as them doesn't mean that you're as great as them. All right. And you expected Allen Iverson to go win with that guy. I'm disappointed. No, and, but what I'm, I'm no, but look, what I'm trying to say here is that what I'm trying to say here is that that team was talented. That team was talented. You can't sit here and tell me that that team should not have. Okay, I'm not saying it should have won a title. I'm not saying it should have won a title. But I'm saying that it shouldn't have just been a one season thing. It shouldn't. Have, it should have been a like a longer tenured type of thing. Yet Iverson goes to the finals one time, Western Conference finals one time. Nothing after that. And just puts the ball in the hole. He's literally James Harden's baby brother. Yeah, but James Harden's great. 
Yeah, so James Harden. That make Allen Iverson? James Harden is great because this man can literally almost average a triple double. That's normalized <laughs> now, Austin. You cannot compare. Not not not, not that those times. Not those times. That was the first. That was the first season ever that Russ averaged a triple double, and James Harden almost averaged a triple double. Am I wrong? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like that's normalized. Look at the volume. That look at the, the usage rate. That's look normal. at Allen Iverson's usage rate. You're telling me that I, I, you're telling me that I was he a playmaker? Was he a playmaker? No, he's not setting up. He's not a he's not you, you, you're trying to compare a once again a LeBron with a Jordan guy was made to score, not pass right. the ball and not to force rebounds. Like, all right, that's all Russ is. That's where he's I'm at. Stat like I said, I love Allen Iverson. I just think that he's not as legendary as everybody's putting him on the pedestal. Everybody's literally like putting him in that conversation where he's. Uh, I don't know, top 10 in some people's minds. I don't think he's top 10. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying that people, yeah, some people out there put him on such a high pedestal that he's so legendary that he's this, that he's that. I don't think it. I don't think he was a great player back in the day. He's a great player it, it, probably even in today's standards. And he averaged 30. You're right. But he's a cancer to a team. He can't win. He, he, he literally won an MVP, yes, and I don't think that that warrants a legendary, a legendary status. I think he's a Hall of Famer, but not a legend. They created a rule because of him. Oh, oh, the carry? Oh, come on now. Let's be real. That shouldn't be a rule. He should have literally gotten called for a carry. Like, what? Right. You're right. Exactly, Austin. <laughs> they, they had to create a rule because of him. They had to. They had All right, to. cool. All right, cool. Well, you know what? I got to create rules for your exploiting head self all the time. Because <laughs> people what? like you, people like AI, like to sit here and cheat the system, all right? Anyway, we got to move on. We got to move on. We, we're running out of time, and we only – technically, Bronze already said both of his. But, Nick, second one. Oh, man. I'm going to get heat for this one. <clears throat> I already, I already mentioned it a little earlier. I, I gave y'all a sneak peek. Uh, John Morant okay. is already a better player than De'Aaron Fox. Well, Crazy, but it's true. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hate that you're on his side. I hate that you're on his side. Jeez. Big Pluto. Big Pluto. <laughs> what? <laughs> Crazy, but it's, it's true. It's crazy, man. but it's true. It's crazy, oh but it's my true. God. Listen, listen. He has carried, carried the, because Jan Jackson has been in. He has a nice, he has solid team. Austin. He has a nice, solid Austin. team. What do you mean? Do I need to pull up that Austin. roster? The Grizzlies roster is solid. There's a reason why the Grizzlies were predicted to be in the lottery again this year, buddy. All right, well, look. They should look, be look, nowhere look, look. near the AC. Look. If, whose team is better, the Kings or the, or the Grizzlies? I'm taking the Grizzlies every day of the week. I mean, let's be real. Whenever, sure. you're, whenever, whenever you're six man, when, you, when you're six man is coast as Kufis, like, I'm taking the Grizzlies every day of the week. Like, Look at their starting five. Aaron look, Fox. Okay. Bojan. Buddy. It's Bogdan. Marvin okay. Bagley. Bogdan, Buddy don't start. Bagley. Buddy comes off the bench. Let's be real, because he got six benched. For, okay, six he got benched for Bogdan. He got benched for Bogdan. All right. I don't. I don't. I don't see how Buddy is the best player on the team. Buddy is the best player Marvin, on the team. He's coming off the bench. I don't understand either. Marvin Bagley and Harry Giles, which Harry Giles is no better than Brandon Clark. 
I would already consider okay. Brandon Clark right. better than Harry Giles. At least he freaking plays in his first year. Harry Giles was like six years in, and he's still not that great. Once again, Brandon Clark okay, look, and and uh, and uh, Dylan Brooks are your best players outside right, look, of Jaren Jackson. No, look, 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 look. Jaw, you have Jaw, right? Wait, let me just pull up a whole other tab real quick. But anyway, you have Jaw starting off at one, right? At two, you have Dylan Brooks, okay. who literally just got a, in my opinion, a very warranted uh, extension. At three, uh, wait, he may actually start at three. No, you have Kyle Anderson. Fundamental all the way around, point forward. Not Kyle a great Anderson point forward. Sucks. Not a great point forward, but he's just a point forward. I just don't, let me finish. He's not a superstar by any means. Then on top, then you have Jaron Jackson, a budding, once again, next wave of superstars type of player here. And then you have Jonas Valanciunas. Now, I don't know about you, but other than I'm taking Marvin Bagley over Jaron Jackson, in my opinion, right? I'm taking Buddy Heald, obviously, over Dylan Brooks. Or my fault, over uh, – what's it called? Who was the shooting guard? My fault. Uh, uh, that's how – Over oh. Dylan Brooks. No, Dylan okay, Brooks. Yeah, no, my fault. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. But then – Harrison Barnes over Kyle Anderson. Oh, yeah, I forgot Harrison Barnes yeah, is on yes. that team. Yeah, no, yeah. Harrison Barnes yeah. is on that team, all right? But then on top of that – okay, look. <laughs> on top of that, look. You have Grayson Allen, Justice Winslow, uh, Tyus Jones, who's not a scrub, let's be real. You have Gorgie Jang, not a scrub. Be real. Gorgie? Oh, I'm out. All right, but no, look. What I'm saying is, okay, look, 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 look. Let he me did pull just up. say Gorgie Jang. Uh, he was not a scrub. I just need to pull up some stats one, once again. I need to pull up stats, and we don't have the time for this. But what I'm sitting here trying to say is De'Aaron uh, averages, De'Aaron averages 27 and 4, right? Mm-hmm. Let me pull up some real – hold on. My goodness gracious. So, look, Jaron Jackson is averaging 17 points on, and, and five rebounds. This man's shooting 40% from three. 40. How many games has he played this year? Uh, he has How many played. games did he play this year? 54. 54 games. He's played all games. Every single game. <laughs> Jaron Jackson? No. Every si- no. I, I'm looking at it right in front of me. He's played every single game this season. Oh, wait, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. We're 62 games in. My fault. Seven games. He's missed seven games. He's missed seven games, right? Jonas Valanciunas, 15 and 11, Nick. 15 and 11. All right, let's keep going. No, no, Jonas is tough. Jonas is tough. Yeah, no, Jonas is tough. Let's go to Dylan. Okay, let's go to Dylan. I got to make this fast. 16. 16, Nicholas. Shooting 37% from the three again. 16 per game. Okay, do I need to keep going? Do I need to keep going? Is 16, is 16 points a game good? I thought Tony Kukoc was – For a freaking role player? You're dang right it's good. Mm, tough. Okay, look. You And then Kyle Anderson had six. Kyle – wait, hold on. Actually, I don't, I don't even think – I think Justice Winslow was starting over Kyle – what's it called? To be real with you. Once they got Justice, I'm 90% sure. Let's not forget that they also got Jay Crowder in that trade too. I'm just saying – Justice was averaging 11. If we want to sit here and pull up Jay Crowder, too. I know you know Jay Crowder's not a scrub, but I just got to remind you that this team was solid. Solid 12. Justice was, or Jay Crowder's averaging 12. Like, do I need to look up the Kings to sit here and prove to you that this man, Ja, is just set up with a 
fundamentally sound Grizzlies team. The entire starting five is averaging was averaging over fifteen, other than Justice Winslow. And that's a good thing. That means he's a he's facilitating, making the people around oh him better. Goodness. But but his teammates are putting in buckets. I'm off of, off of him passing him the ball. Yes, I understand that. But if you can't hit the shot from the pass, it's not like dimers a real thing in real life. Dimer Hall of Fame. Don't why do you think? Why do you, why do you, so you think De'Aaron Fox is a better player because he's on a worse team? No, what I'm sitting here saying is I just think that they're so similar. I'm not going to say either one of them is better than the other, but you can't say that he's already better than De'Aaron Fox whenever you've only seen him for 62 games. Like, I just don't think that you can say that. I, I don't think there's enough – like, I just don't think that there's enough proof right now. But we're running out of time. But we're running out of time. I just want to say my last one before we go. Please, please. I'm, I'm, let me strap in. Hold no. on. No, no, no. I don't think it's that controversial. It has to go back to Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons will never become what he should. Ben Simmons no, will never get a shot. Jump shot. Nah, yeah, he needs a jump shot. Need ben jump will shot. never get yeah, a jump yeah, shot. Nah, yeah. And he will never, ever get anywhere. I don't think he'll get anywhere close to a, an MVP. That's me. Not to get a jumper. He needs a jumper. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I just don't think he's going to get there. At least a midi. I don't yeah, think he's going to get there. He needs a midi to be successful. Yeah, he's going to get a yeah, midi, no, he but won't. he still won't be the superstar, the next up-and-coming that he was supposed to be. I agree. He's I probably, agree. He's probably he's one of the only left-handed people I know. That, he's probably one of the only left-handed, left-handed people I know that can't shoot. Shoot, shoot right, right, right. Shoot, right. Not bad. <laughs> but with that being said, they can we're, shoot. We're we're really running out of time, so we got to wrap it up. Ron, I want to throw this out there. Thank you so much for being on. We appreciate you, bro. Look forward to having you on more often. For sure. Uh, and yeah, no, for you're just sure. a great, great guest. But Nick, you hey, thanks for having me, guys. Ron, yeah. uh, also look out for Friday, bro. We're gonna try to bring you and Mike and some others in and have some uh, good old debates and, and stuff. So. Look out for I'm that. I'm down. I'm yeah. down. Just let me know. Definitely. With that being said, yeah, with that being said, we got to go. We have less than a minute. So, <laughs> deuces.